When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to our Monday edition of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. Dan Lobby, Mary Kay Cabot, Scott Patsko. And we're going to talk about quarterbacks. Now, we're recording this on Friday, not long after the San Francisco 49ers made a huge move up to the number three overall pick. It looks like they might be going after a quarterback. So let's get into this. The Browns are not in this quarterback derby. I'm still not used to this. I'm still not used to just talking quarterbacks over and over and over again and, and looking at every quarterback in the draft and all these trades. But the one thing the Browns do have as all of this goes on is stability. So let's spend a little time on, on that quarterback stability piece of this and how it's helped the Browns as an organization. Mary Kay, I mean, just what has it meant to have, whether he's the guy for the next 10 years or the, or the guy for the next four or five years, what has it meant to the Browns to have Baker Mayfield and know who their quarterback is going to be? Well, I think that's been huge for them. I mean, the quarterback carousel continues to turn and turn and turn Uh, again, as you mentioned with the big news, as we tape this on Friday of the San Francisco 49ers uh, making that big blockbuster trade, up to number three with the Dolphins, presumably to take a quarterback. And now they say they're hanging on to Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, but it really seems like uh, that's obviously what this would be all about. And and it's just very, very interesting uh, that some of these quarterbacks that we're talking about are ones that some of them are ones that I really advocated the Browns trying to acquire Jimmy Garoppolo was one of them. I was all over that to the point where Sashi Brown even said I had the Patriots on speed dial at one point in a, pre- <laughs> in a press conference, you know, and then you have, uh, I really was all for them drafting Carson Wentz that year. And we don't know where that's going yet. Uh, and it's just bizarre to watch that so many of these guys have gone to the Super Bowl with their teams or helped get their team to the Super Bowl and just Everything is in a state of flux just a couple of years later. It's really been wild to watch. But Scott, the discussion for the Browns is so different, right? I mean, it was that desperation. Like you, you got to figure out a way to get a quarterback. So anytime somebody became available, it was like, you got to figure out a way to get that guy. And that's not the case anymore. The Browns aren't in this scramble to get up to number three or, or to get somewhere in the draft where they can take a chance on a Zach Wilson or, or, trying to go after Sam Darnold if the Jets decide to move on from him they at at worst they have a guy that they feel like they can win with in this system certainly made the offseason a little less exciting for us too huh uh (laughs) we're we're not talking about potential trades for quarterbacks we're not uh the combine obviously was a different deal this year but that always was everybody hit down to the combine and you know scatter and, and talk about quarterbacks for the next four days. And it's just been a totally different world. And they're, they're at a spot now where it's like you're trying to get someplace for so long. I mean, you finally get there. And, and, and I know our colleague, Doug Lee Maurice has talked about this a lot. Like this is what it's like to be a winning team and, and not have to worry about 
about all those things that the Browns had to worry about for decades. And yeah, the, the fact that the conversation now is Baker Mayfield's extension, not who's going to be the quarterback and everything builds off that. And so you have that puzzle piece figured out and, and now it's how can you keep an offense around him for enough years to, to have a legitimate Super Bowl window and how can you have, you know, a, an entire team built financially while figuring out how much you're going to pay Baker Mayfield. It's, it's a different world, but it's definitely a, a better world for the Browns. And Mary Kay, when you look at how the Browns have built this, do you think they've, I guess, I mean, do you think they've done it right? It seems like 2019 is always that hiccup year. It's, it's might just end up being that weird footnote year, but based on kind of where they are now, do you think they kind of have it figured out? Well, you know, they really made it a point of emphasis, obviously, to invest in Baker Mayfield last season and to surround him with all of that talent. And the idea was, I think this is the year that they really are supposed to try to get to the Super Bowl. He's heading into his fourth year. Miles Garrett is heading into his fifth year. You know, we've talked about all the money. Uh, now they are going to have to pay Baker Mayfield after this. Uh, so I think it's set up to try to get there this year. Because when you look beyond this year, I would have to think that there's going to be a shakeup in the receiver room potentially after this year, right? I mean, these guys, those guys are going to be 29 uh, this year. And who knows if they're going to be here after, after next year. Richard Higgins, we, we had a, a press conference with him. He might not be here after this year. David Njoku might not be here after this year. J.C. Treader, you know, you start to wonder, are they going to, uh, you know, want to have some turnover on the offensive line? So it's built to win right now. And the other thing that, that comes to my mind about this is it almost seems now when I look at what's going on in the quarterback landscape in the NFL, there just aren't that many quarterbacks where they have that longevity, where, you, where your guy is going to be there for 10 years, right? I mean, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, there was Peyton Manning. But now it, it almost seems like there's so much upheaval. I mean, who would have thought, really, if we would have told you two years ago that Carson Wentz wouldn't be with the Eagles and Jared Goff wouldn't be with his team and Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't be with the 49ers and, you know, even Matt Stafford. I mean, it, it's just all kind of going crazy right now. And it will be interesting to see where the Browns go with, with all of this. Is Baker going to be the, the, you know, the, the long-haul quarterback for them? It seems so. Where do you guys think this is going? I think it's really interesting. It started with kind of the Cardinals and what they did with the Josh Rosen, Kyler Murray thing. We're going to probably see it with the Jets here, how they took Sam Darnold, and now they might go a different direction at number two. But I think what we're seeing now, and I think the trend that is happening now is those were rookie deals, right? Those were guys that were cheap and it wasn't expensive to move on from them. It doesn't matter. I mean, it used to be you drafted a guy, number one, overall, you were given $50 million guaranteed, right? Like the Tim couch contract or, or I mean, these guys were getting rich the minute they got drafted. That doesn't happen anymore. You have these rookie deals, but now what I think is interesting is we're seeing teams move on from guys they've paid. We're seeing Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford, J potentially Jimmy Garoppolo, teams aren't afraid to just eat that dead money and, and go a different direction to quarterback. And, you know, like in San Francisco's case, they're going to get a guy that's pretty cost controlled. And I don't think Jimmy has much 
much, if any dead money on his deal. He's got a really weird contract, but it's interesting now that we're seeing it happen, not just with these young quarterbacks that don't work out. We're seeing it happen with guys who maybe aren't veterans, but they're onto their second contracts already. Yeah. You know, speaking of dead cap, it's fun to look at Patrick Mahomes uh, contract. He's only on the, he's only counts 7.4 million towards the cap next season, but he, there's $99 million of dead cap there. <laughs> if they decided to move on to him, Dak Prescott's uh, contract is, is very similar in that an incredibly high number of uh, amount of dead cap space there. But I think the, the last couple drafts, the fact that someone like Rosen didn't work out and the fact that someone like Darnold didn't work out has kind of added to this. Usually you're taking guys that high. Maybe you're giving them a little longer to figure things out than those guys got, because all of a sudden you have, you've had another couple drafts where those teams were, were getting high picks again, and they were really good quarterback prospects. And we've had a few drafts here in a row where there's been some really good quarterback prospects coming out. So now these teams really have to think about, should we just hit the reset button? And obviously the Cardinals did, and it looks like the Jets uh, are in position to do that too. So that's kind of, I think, added to the craziness of this year that guys not working out and, you know, you guys showing up and the opportunity presenting itself. Does it almost seem, I wonder, like it's easier. I know maybe this goes against what we were just talking about, but it's easier to maybe find a guy that can at least get you through a little while. Because, I mean, we've got, what, three or four quarterbacks in this class, and they aren't all going to work out. We know that. But it's, it seems like there's a path for them to be successful if they end up in the right place. Last year, you had Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Uh, Tua was in that draft as well, and he was, he was supposed to be the best of that class, and Miami's still being patient with him and, and seems to be bullish on him. So it almost feels too like, you know, with, with this rise of new offensive systems in the NFL, and not everybody's doing the same thing, and you've got – you know, like what the Browns are running and you've got these quarterback geniuses calling plays. Now it it almost seems like it's a little easier to maybe find, if not the guy to find a guy and and maybe that's part of it. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting to see how this trend plays out over the next few years, because you're right. It just seems like, Oh, okay, well that didn't work out. Uh, Let's try something else and hit the reset button. I think the Browns, really believe that Baker Mayfield is their long, long-term answer at quarterback. I think that's how they feel and what they think, but we don't really 100% know. And I don't know if they know either for sure until they watch what happens next year. But, you know, I mean, I think they believe that's the plan, but there's another aspect to this that, uh, that I find to be interesting. And I wonder what you guys think about it. And that is two of the quarterbacks that we're talking about that are kind of on the move in in the event that Jimmy Garoppolo actually ends up somewhere else, which who knows, could be the Patriots or whatever. But uh, we're talking about two guys that came out of systems very similar to what Kyle, I mean, to what Kevin Stefanski ran last year with Baker Mayfield. So I'm talking about Jared Goff and Sean McVay and Jimmy Garoppolo with Kyle Shanahan. So we're talking about that, you know, play action based scheme and, you know, very, very similar concepts with, you know, wide zone and all of that. What does that say to you guys, if anything? 
Hey, it's Dan. We're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to tell you about Football Insider, where you can subscribe to get exclusive access to stories on cleveland.com slash browns. You also get a newsletter every single day with exclusive content that's written by Mary Kay, Scott, Ellis, or me. It goes right to your inbox. That stuff doesn't show up anyplace else on the site. You get that every single day, including on the weekends in your inbox. That's just for our Football Insider subscribers. And then there's our texting, where Mary Kay, Scott, Ellis, and I will text you throughout the day with news and analysis. We do Q&As. We answer questions. We have opportunities to come on the podcast and make picks. We do roundtables, all sorts of fun things with our texters, and we're going to start putting together some stuff for you to enjoy here in the offseason. So all you need to do is go to cleveland.com slash browns. There's a big blue banner at the top of the page. Click on that banner, get all the information you need, get yourself signed up, and get yourself access to all of that exclusive content that we have available only for our Football Insider subscribers. I I don't know what it says about Baker specifically, but I have been thinking a little bit about how I know Mary Kay, you're on like, you're on team weight to extend Baker. Mm -hmm. And the more I think about it, I feel like that's almost a win-win and I don't want to like completely turn this into a Baker Mayfield extension discussion, but maybe that is a win-win for everybody because Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about this today. Actually, if you're Baker Mayfield, obviously you want the money. Everybody does. Well, let's say the Browns come to you and say, we've got all this guaranteed money to hand out this year. We, we believe you're the guy. We'd like to extend you. But let's push it to next year. So then Baker gets to kind of be the hero, right? He gets to say, you know, I know my money's coming, and whether he says it publicly or not, but I'm being the good teammate. I'm letting my other guys get paid. I'm letting my guys get their money, and then I'm going to get mine, right? He gets to be the Tom Brady type hero in that situation. And then on top of that, if he plays like a top eight quarterback, he's probably beating out Dak Prescott's deal. Mm-hmm. So, so there might be a scenario where, and I would certainly understand if Baker just wants to get that guaranteed money right now, nobody would blame him for that. But there is a scenario where if he plays with that chip on his shoulder and he gets to be the hero and, and say, I waited to get paid, it could work out very well financially for him. Mm-hmm. And, and it would stand to reason that, I mean, next season he figures to be better. Right. I mean, he's had a year in that offense and there isn't going to be that, you know, half a season or so of learning. So Baker Mayfield could look a lot better or at least definitely a lot more consistent. And then, you know, again, you're you're going in to a a potential extension there uh, now with a good solid year and 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 a half of, of good play. And that helps you out if you're Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And potentially let's think about this a little bit, too. Jed Wills will be in his second season. And of course they expect him to take a step up and be a better player next year. Odell Beckham Jr. is expected back and the rest of the band is staying together and everybody else is also going to be in their second year in this system. And then Kevin Stefanski has charged everybody, the coaching staff, the players with getting way better with taking their game up a notch. Don't come back the same coach you were don't come back the same player that you were. So I think we're going to see more creative play calling. I think we're going to see a lot of different wrinkles that we didn't see last year, some philosophical changes. And so potentially you, you know, you guys are right. Baker Mayfield, if he plays the way that he did in the last half of the season, starting from day one, uh, he really could be right up there uh, with, you know, he could be a top five, 
quarterback in the NFL. If he's top five and he makes the Pro Bowl and takes them to the playoffs and maybe even deeper into the playoffs, he's hitting the jackpot. And like you said, Dan, he could potentially beat Dak Prescott's deal and make over $40 million a year in a year in which the television contracts are going to kick in. They're going to go through the roof in terms of the cap. The cap is going to look much better next year and in the future. So you know that you're planning for the future, even if the, even if the cap doesn't necessarily reflect it in the first year, it's going to keep going up. So I think that, that he would, it would behoove him to bet on himself and, and try to wait this out a little bit. I think what's interesting here in this discussion is I feel like everything is just backwards because we're talking about the Browns as the organization that is being patient, that has let their quarterback develop, that has built around their quarterback, that has brought in a coach and a system that fits their quarterback. They're not in this big sweepstakes. They're, they're suddenly like this team that they've just never been there. There's nothing knee jerk going on. They've stood behind Baker this whole way. Andrew Barry, even though he doesn't say anything in those pressers, Drops little breadcrumbs, and it sure sounds like he believes in Baker. Kevin Stefanski sounds like he does. Even when Baker struggled through that first half of the season, you know, it was Alex Van Pelt who, who came on a Zoom call. And, and what did he say, Mary Kay, that Baker is about to ascend, something like that? Yes. So, I mean, this the Browns have sort of, in this weird last year or so, become almost like this model of, like, how you should do it. Now, you know, we'll see how it goes from here moving forward, but – Maybe they finally learned some really hard lessons and, and maybe this is a sign that things are starting to stabilize. I just did a, a post uh, about how they pretty much have their whole entire offense coming back. And they're the only team in the NFL that can really say that I mean, the Buccaneers are close. I think Antonio Brown's still out there, you know, like your top 10 pass catchers, you know, everybody who was an impact player on this offense is returning and that's hardly ever happened in Brown's history, let alone just, you know, this year in the NFL. So it's totally new. And that can only make Baker Mayfield a better quarterback because the familiarity is there. And on top of that, you have your, you know, your play caller and your offensive coordinator coming back. So these are things that the Browns certainly haven't made a, a habit out of doing. And it certainly hasn't happened very much in Baker Mayfield's short career that's just the kind of thing that helps you get to that next level. You know, who free agency was all about defense. So what, what position were they going to target on off that was going to be some sort of huge upgrade there, there really wasn't anything. They, they were going to have to move somebody out of this offense in order to, to need that. And they just don't. So that's going to be in 2021 for sure. I mean, what are even the big training camp battles going to be this year? It's <laughs> like, there's so much stability at what cornerback two, maybe. I, I don't know. There's just so much stability on this roster and we'll see kind of how that plays into 2020 before we go real quick, because Mary Kay, you were pointing out before we came on all this quarterback movement, the Browns actually are kind of are, even though they're not impacted it on it from a roster standpoint, they are directly impacted on it from a schedule standpoint. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we know a few things now. When we did a uh, when we did our quarterback draft in the NFL, we just didn't know very much about anything, and it's going to be completely shaken up after the after the NF the real NFL draft, obviously. So things will be completely reset after that. 
We do know a few things. We know that Ben Roethlisberger is coming back now. uh, So he'll be there in the AFC North. But now there is uncertainty at a lot of quarterback spots for the opponents of the Cleveland Browns. Scott, you had a whole list there, right? Yeah, I mean, these are the teams on, on the Browns' schedule next season. The Patriots, we're not sure what's going on there. Is it Cam Newton? Do they get Garoppolo? Uh, the Texans, a lot of issues and uncertainty there. Um, the Lions, they just got Jared Goff. Not sure how that's going to fit. The Bears, they got Andy Dalton now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for them. And then <laughs> there's the Broncos, and I guess Drew Locke is coming back. But, you know, that's obviously not a – not a best case scenario for the Broncos, I guess, at least so far. So, I mean, you know, half the teams on this, on this schedule certainly are not in the same situation the Browns are in. And then, you know, Ben Roethlisberger coming back, I would gather, I would, Browns fans might be more happy about that than the Steelers fans right now. Yeah. The, the Browns are in this, there's maybe what, 10 teams in the NFL that like their quarterback situation right now. And the Browns are one of them. It is canceled out a little bit. They've got to play Aaron Rodgers. They've got to play Patrick Mahomes. Uh, if, if Justin Herbert keeps growing, they have to play him. You know, they got to play Lamar twice and Joe Burrow twice. But look, when, when it comes to that out of division schedule, I, I think you'll take as much instability as you can. That, that I mean, the Lions is, is a downgrade. Like you said, Scott Steelers probably. Browns fans were thrilled that Roethlisberger came back, so that might be a good thing for him who knows what so many of these teams are going to do. You'll take it because this schedule is, you know, as of right now, it's still a tough schedule for a lot of these AFC North teams. So any amount of instability you can get a quarterback, the better. You know, the, the thing that amazes me though, is that uh, how fast so many situations went South, right? I mean, it just, it blows my mind that, uh, you know, that so many teams are in this position right now when so many of them seemed like they had their guy. And that's the part that I think is going to be interesting to watch over the next three or four years, because I mean, now you see like in Baker's class, it seems like the bills are really set with Josh Allen. It seems like the Ravens are set with Lamar Jackson, although there are some questions there when he gets into the playoffs and, and how that all goes. seems like the Bengals are set for, for quite a while with Joe Burrow, same thing for the Browns. Uh, But we never envisioned 49ers, Rams, you know, Eagles, these teams being in this situation that they are in now. So very interested to see how the quarterback uh, landscape plays out over the next three years. Yeah, you can't you can't make judgments on the first or second year. I mean, just look at Baker Mayfield. He he looked, you know, great out of the gate and then just had some stumbles and now he rebounded, but it's a roller coaster and everything looked great with Carson Wentz for, for a period and he gets a huge contract and he's not there anymore. And, you know, all the quarterbacks, the Browns had a, a chance to get since 2016, you know, Baker Mayfield, if you, if you match him up against where those quarterbacks are now or what they're going through now, Baker Mayfield looks pretty good. Yep. We've come, we've come a long way from Joe Flacco winning that Super Bowl in 2011 and getting paid a ton of money and staying with the Ravens for <laughs> forever. To uh, now, Jimmy Garoppolo was in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. He could be on the move, and Jared Goff in the Super Bowl the year before that, and he's gone. He's in Detroit. So the quarterback position always evolving. Okay, that'll do it for a Friday edition of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast uh, for Scott and Mary Cam. Dan, thanks for listening, everybody.